Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into the Katie K9 Show. We have Amy DeLong, uh, aromatherapy uh, for pets, uh, certified. And there's very few people that are actually certified. There's some people that think they know what they can do, but um, uh, but when you get to take the time to go to school, learn the certification, and really, really get to know your trade, that's what it's all about. And here's another stat for the dog's nose, okay? You ready for this? Probably not, but go for Here it. Here we go. A dog can pick up a scent. Uh-huh. That is diluted one to two parts per million, trillion, I mean, per trillion, okay? They can pick up a scent that has been diluted one to two parts per trillion. Wow. Isn't that something? That's that explains good why, like, search and rescue and oh, yeah. stuff, right? No. Oh. We were just talking, you yeah. know, like, mm. uh, the book. What I've always been intrigued with is, because uh, my brother went missing, you know, right. uh, in 012, yeah. and they had search and rescue dogs on the river, because that's where we thought he went into the river. And so, and I was totally blown away that how dogs can, you know, I mean, the river is moving. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. the scent started yeah. up here, and, you know, it's going heading towards yeah. New Orleans. Right. <laughs> and so, I, I, I'm totally amazed on the dogs that do that. The, the cadaver work yeah. as far as in the rivers and right. such it just mm-hmm. blows my mind but you know people that bury bodies you know like you know maybe a couple feet down and a dog can smell 40 feet below right. yeah. you know and then now here they can pick up a scent that's been diluted one to two parts per trillion I mean these guys are sniffing machines and you'd go to Nova uh, Science uh, I, that's why I got a lot of information uh, about the nose and it's really it's really really awesome to understand how they and see and I always tell my my students that your dog senses your emotion when they live with you. Right. They get to know your smell of your happiness and your sadness and your happy happiness and your real, real sadness. Right. You're real, really ticked. Yeah. And they, they can pick up on it before you actually are acting it. You know what I mean? Before the, you know, the, you know, like where you really blow. They yeah. They know something coming because you've emitted that smell. You know, type thing. And by living with you, they learn all these smells. And so that's why it's, it's, it's they're phenomenal. It's I think we phenomenal. all need to become dogs. I yeah. think I just like bottom line, someone figure it out. I think we all be better. I don't want to smell that good though. I do. I don't. I don't want to be that. It, uh, no, I, I that, that would be, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you wonder why dogs are busy. And that's why I say yeah, I, I love my. I guess that's true. Because that's what they do for, uh, you know, everything yeah. attaches to their nose. Right. So that's why I have my intro to nose work classes say, to yeah. show people what, you know, set the dog right in. And see, search and rescue dogs are cued to uh, find the scent of humans. That's what they're yeah. used for. And so then, um, but then you can find there's now their the latest thing is teaching dogs to find antlers. All right. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, antlers? antlers. Yes, to me, antlers have no scent. It's like smelling cement. But anyway, but that's the latest thing now is to find antlers. Antlers sniffing dogs. Yeah, isn't it? That. Yeah, yeah. That's the latest thing now. And so they've been doing it in Wisconsin because they got the hound. You know, Wisconsin big is is into hound dogs, using right. hound dogs yeah. for coon hunting and such like that. But anyway, but now it's becoming more and more that people want these uh, the antlers. So it's it's really that uh, is interesting. Yeah, but like I say, very, to me, very. I'm smelling the antlers. I smell nothing. Like it smells. <laughs> like dirt <laughs> yeah it smells dirt. like nature yeah no it doesn't even smell it's, yeah, it doesn't even have a smell yeah I okay we're talking to jan she has an aussie uh, uh what did you say 14 or 15 years old and has been having seizures and wanted to know uh from amy uh is there anything that maybe she can do with oils that might you know do was it jan jan yes jan. sorry about hi that. jan <laughs> yeah. um so Hello. this is this is a situation where when I custom blend things, I'm going to be, I would be looking at how do we best support your dog through what everything that's going on for 
um, her, him. I don't know if we got that. Yeah. Um, but at 15 years old, there's a number of things that can be happening um, along with the seizures. So it's really important to to consider all of those. And um, there's a, definitely some oils that I would really avoid with seizures, uh, rosemary being one of them. Um, there's like five and the others aren't off the top of my head. Okay. Right. Um, and then there's also a couple that can be real, can be helpful and supportive um, with seizures, which again, I don't remember that off the top of mm-hmm. my head. But um, what what's kind of coming to me is like a blend that would kind of support detoxifying as well. So we're going to support the liver through this um, and relaxation. Um, whenever a body is relaxed, it can it promotes self healing. Mm-hmm. Um, so being in the home. Allowing the animal to sniff, sniff and smell and see what kind of feedback, what kind of oils um, is your dog interested in can help me um, create create something that's going to support them with whatever's going on. Because yeah. there's, you know, yeah, seizures are tough because yeah. there's a lot of different things that can be trigger happening. Them. Yeah, they can that. trigger them. Yep. Yeah. He's been triggered for seven years. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. So, detoxification would, is, would be a huge one, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know if that helps you, but you can get a hold of Amy. How can they get a hold of you? Yes. Um, Go to my website, amywilliamsdelong.com. Just do the contact box and say we talked on the radio and um, it'd be easier. I mean, to have an appointment would be ideal, but we can certainly, you know, have a 20 minute chat um, on the phone and and explore some of the possibilities. And then I'll have my list in front of me yeah. with which oils and right. would be more I helpful. imagine it's so vast. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, you know, one kind of blends into another sometimes. They, <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, but on that, dilution. So, like, in cases like this, yep. you know, and the trees blend that you have, Katie, you know, I'm diluting, and you were talking about the dilution rates. Right. So everything I'm doing is at 1% or less. All right. Which, and in a case like this, it'd probably be a half percent. Um Figuring that they're going to be a little more sensitive right. to things, um, but so one, a half is that like a half a drop, or what? <laughs> that would translate to well, and this is one of those things that's out on the internet that you know ten percent is like one, you know, one to ten. All right, but it's not. So I'm looking at how many drops in like are how many drops or milliliters are in a bottle or whatever. Right. I'm calculating. So I'm working on a, at if I have one ounce of carrier. I am putting six drops of essential oils or less. All right. Um, and then it depends on which. That's for one ounce of carrier. Correct. Right? Like a shot glass. Yes. Okay. Yes. A shot glass. So you're yep. putting six drops of oil. Max. Max. Yep. Yep. Um, or less. All right. So like for like as if I get smaller, if I have a five pound, and we didn't really right. mention it, but if I have something that's five pounds or less, you know, little pocket pets. Right. You know, that I'm being super, I might put one drop into that. Per an ounce. You know, per okay. an ounce or even two ounces. Right. Um, so we're really diluting right. with these whenever. So now if I'm diffusing it, I'm not putting that dilution in because the carrier oils can muck up the diffusers. Right. So you're just putting a drop in. So I would be like one drop probably. Um, but again, it depends on the oil. Some are really like frankincense is thicker. Vetiver is one that I use a lot for anxieties and grounding. It's very mm-hmm. calming. It's very thick. It's like a resin and the actually gets better with age and it gets thicker. Uh-huh. Um, but that would be like one drop goes a long way. Chamomile, one drop goes a really long way. Right. Little is a lot. Valorant, the same thing. Now, see, I've got a 
vaporizer or whatever. It's like a gallon, a gallon and a half or whatever type thing. And it, it has a little drawer on the side that I could put like a drop of oh, yeah. thing in there. Now, that's a gallon of water. So that would be my diffusing. I'm diffusing yeah. it with a gallon of water. Yeah, you can okay, do that. Okay. And so then, and, and when let's say it's a gallon of water, it's sort of like... Um, I better off to start out low, like you were saying, the mass would be, well. You would, again, it would depend on the oils and if that's going to be running all day. Yeah. And see, I have, mine is, I haven't put anything in it Mm because I don't know nothing about it and I don't want, because I've always been worried about that. That's why I wanted to have you on. (laughs) In cases like that, you can use a cotton ball or a tissue. All right. And just put one to two drops on a cotton ball or tissue and set it on top of like where the fan, usually there's a fan blowing. Right. Um. That's the same thing like in the car. Mm-hmm. So like car thickness. Right. So um, I'll have people do the same. Put a drop or two on a cotton ball, take it out, let it circulate, put it back in the Ziploc baggie. Right. Um, so th- in your case, it would be something I wouldn't leave unmonitored. Right, right. I mean, you could experiment and see because it, if you did one or two drops, it would evaporate within time. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't probably getting be getting that because you have a gallon of water. Yes. A lot of these diffusers have like maybe a cup of water mm-hmm. in them. Right. Um, which we haven't even talked about that, the different kind of diffusers that yep. there are. Some are not really safe to use with animals. Okay. Well, we'll um, have to talk about, oh, we got to talk about that when he come back, right? Uh, she's oh, over there. So did we answer her question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she dropped yeah. off. Okay. So okay. if she needs so any she more, she needs to, yeah. yeah, she can get that. Exactly. Yeah, Told her to get a, get a hold of you. So yeah. that's uh, that's the way it is. Okay. Uh, uh, what is a group of parrots called? What is a group of parrots? We'll be right back. Hey, hey, thanks for staying with us. Okay, what is a group of parrots known as? Do you have an idea, Carly? Um, a, a, I don't know, baby parrots? Baby, baby parrots. <laughs> a group of baby parrots? Do you, you have go. any idea, Amy, what a group of parrots are? Well, I'll go with a flock, but I okay. doubt that's it. No, are you ready for this? It's geese. called pandemonium. Pandem- well, that makes sense. Pandemonium, they... that's a group of parrots. Pandemonium. It sure is. That's... Yeah, there you go. Okay, you well, ready for this? Oh, wait, this is... speaking of parrots okay. and oh. birds. Yes, oh, oils. I just, yeah, okay, go. Highly sensitive respiratory systems. Yeah. So I would never diffuse in the same room. All right. In they the same room. In the same room. All right. They would need to be in another part of the house. I mean, because they behind use... Behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. Okay. There's a song, it's... you know, Behind Closed Doors. No. <laughs> Charlie Rich oh, song, man. <laughs> oh, look at you, Katie. <laughs> but anyway. Pulling all those Okay, songs. well, that's a good... Yeah, because birds are very, very sensitive to that stuff. I And I'm not yep. a bird person, so that's what that would be off my radar. And I'm glad, see, I was meant for that that's coming right. to this time. There yep. you go. Okay, you ready for this? This is a, another key on how good a dog sniffer is, folks, when you're using these oils and these diffusers, okay? Are you ready for this? A dog could sniff out whale poop. You ready for this? What? Wait, you just <laughs> said whale poop? Whale uh, poop floating. Okay. okay in uh, pungent sound. You know, pungent sound. Okay, you ready for this? From one mile away. What? Floating whale poop in pungent sound from one mile away. Isn't that something? I know, it's amazing. I just like that you brought in whale poop to our conversation. (laughs) That put a smile on my face. I'm just going to... Whale poop. I'm trying to think of who is the person who decided to train them to smell whale poop. Right? I mean, someone must have been really bored. Well, my guess, though, is is that it's fine, just like anything, you know, uh, whale hunters. Oh, yeah. But isn't that illegal? Well, 
Yeah, it, I, I, they can hunt whales to a certain degree. I'm not up on this, but Come it's on, nothing Katie. like the way it used to be, but they still do, but not like they did, you know? So Got it. But anyway, and then plus, who knows, finding whales to photograph them and such like that and not necessarily take them out. Right. <laughs> so, okay, right. now another the thing that was on the radar here is what kind of diffusers. Now, you're talking about my little thing yeah and so now the diffusers okay there's a the, the ones that should not or and should what should we do here um well once any of those that have like the little tea lights underneath a cup of water and you can put a few drops in All right um those aren't usually very safe with dogs and cats around because they could lick the water oh and the oils would be dropped into the water plus okay. you have fire yeah and if they're checking it out yeah you know and it knocks over yeah um there are some that you can plug into the wall that also have cups of water so if you have water that's like in an open dish all right that's not a a good idea not a good idea okay um the ones that are really popular right now there's ultrasonic ones that they say have that intermittent timing option a lot of them only have on or off Mm -hmm. so if you only have on or off then you're just gonna have to manually right do it do it yep um then there's the car plug-in ones. There's a, there's pendants. There's a number of other ways to. I mean, there's nebulizers. Those are highly concentrated, so not a wise choice with okay. animals. All right. Um, they're also messy mm-hmm. and to clean and stuff. So, so the best choice is what do you say? Ultrasonic the ones. Ultrasonic ones. Um, there's a really popular one by H H two E O. H2EO. Yeah. Okay. H2. I even looked at They're out of stock on Amazon. Right <laughs> um, they have like three different intermittent options. Okay. Um, so it's really, it's, and it's, you put water in them. You should put distilled water in them. I don't, but right. you should. And then you can put a few drops and I would two to three drops of oil. And then you can read your dog or cat and see how they're doing with things. All right. Which is those toxic reactions that right. list that we were going to go right. over. Yep, let's go. So if you see um, anything, is a big one is like stumbling, loss of coordination. That would be a huge concern. Okay, so let's say my dog is starting to, t- or my cat is starting to, do- what am I doing then? Obviously, I'm shutting uh, the thing yeah, down. Well, you're shutting <laughs> the thing down. Get them to like circulating air. I mean, outside. Outside in the air, okay. Outside's going to be the best thing. Right. Start running a fan through the room or something to get that air circulated out of the house. All right. Um Generally, you know, if they don't start coming around in a few hours or overnight, I mean, depending on how bad it is, right. you know, then you're going to see your veterinarian right. about it. Um, but it can be as simple as excessive drooling or salivating, right. um, throwing up, right. diarrhea. All right. And that both dogs and cats? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, probably, I would, I mean, I would be more concerned about seeing it in my cat right. than I would my dog. Um, but it depends on the size of the dog, too. Right. And, and well, I have a three-pounder. Yeah. Well, they're going to so, be more sensitive. You know, very to much so. Definitely. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you have to... I would diffuse to the smallest, most sensitive animal in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, okay. So, you know, consider... I, I don't want to diffuse to my 70-pound lab when I have a three-pound... Poodle. Poodle. Yes. So, um, those are the big ones that... Confusion. They can seem just sort of disoriented. Right. Before they start stumbling around, mm-hmm. any of those signs. Um, if you're doing anything topical, topical dilute, dilute, dilute. Mm-hmm. And then if you see any skin irritation, rash, redness, swelling, never now, applying to an open wound. Never. 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 Uh, because, yeah, if a dog has a reaction to like some of the topical flea ticks, you know, yeah. the big thing is to put Don 
liquid dish soap on yep. it and rub it in and then yeah. rinse it off to try to get those oils off the coat. Yeah, because oils and water don't mix, yes. right? So you can't rinse it with water. You could yeah. dilute it down. You could grab your olive oil out of the kitchen. Oh, olive oil, okay. You know, or, um, or whatever your cooking oil is. If right. you're having a reaction, that oil will dilute it. All right. Um, so whatever you would have with an oil and then... What about extra virgin dish, coconut oil? Would that work? That would or work. Or isn't that heavy enough? Um, it, it could try it. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess if I was having a reaction... Coconut oil helps absorb. All right. Um, so I would maybe want to go with something more oily, like oh, the like kitchen the oil. Okay. The you heavier know, oils. The heavier yeah. oils that okay. are not going to absorb as okay. much if we're trying to yeah, avoid absorption. Yeah. yeah that, now that makes perfect sense. And then get out my dish soap, my yeah. Dawn dish soap, and go. start washing all of that oil away. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Now you learn that. That's awesome. Okay. Is we got another? We had... We what had one, but okay. What what she, was the one? What she dropped off? What was? Do you remember? I forgot what she said. Um, it was she was wondering like if you do any like with the essential oils if you ever have the animal ingest it. All right. Okay. No. No. Resoundly okay. no. Yeah. Um, to, well, to clarify, so when I'm working with them, if I put this, you know, a diluted. Um, drops on my hand and I'm rubbing my hands and I offer it to the dog to smell and they choose to lick it. Mm -hmm. Usually, you know, I consider that as safe because it's their choice. Right. Um, And as we were talking, Katie, they are really good at knowing what they need. So, but I would never put some in a capsule or on their food or something where they, (laughs) or put it and put it in their mouth. Right. Where I would never make them, Orally right. ingested because yep. then it's not their choice. Yes, exactly. And and dogs are the master of finding uh, what they need. Like dogs that start eating rocks and they're they're eating rocks because they're missing something in their system and something to the rock, the minerals in that mm-hmm. rock. And so that's why, like I say, dogs that lick uh, rusted fences, there's something in that iron that they need. And so the dogs are the masters of that. So that's why they, when they're seeking out things like that, then you know, okay, they... You know, they're just good at it. I don't understand how they are, but they are. <laughs> they're very good at it. I know. It. It's just, it's crazy. All right. Where are we at? Should we take? We got time. Okay. We okay. Had... Well, why don't we take the question and then we'll come back to Amy. Oh, Amy, how can they get a hold of you? AmyWilliamsDeLong.com. Yay. And DeLong is D-E-L-O-N-G. And you can also go to MyTalk1071.com. Go to, uh, or my mytalk1071.com. There you go. And then go to my show page and there's a link from uh, there to her too. And then you can send her her questions and because uh, there is, is she's, I really appreciate you hanging out today because there's, there's just a wealth of, and like I said, I, it's something that I know, you know, just a, a, a drop about. <laughs> just a drop. <laughs> well, it's very, yeah. it's very interesting because I don't think a lot of people do know a whole lot about this. No, like I just, feel like they've heard of it. Like, oh yeah, that's possible for a dog, but that, they don't know the practices behind it. Right. And we right. also had a listener um, uh, call in about get, you know giving uh, 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 pills and such like that to animals. The budding lunch meat. Yeah, that works too. But I worry too much of that because that's got the nitrates and crap like that in there. And that's not exactly good on a regular basis. Once in a while, if they're really being, you know, I teach my dogs to catch it. So then when I do, you know, I pitch something like a piece of popcorn, catch it. Another one, catch it. Peel, catch it. Popcorn, catch it. Popcorn, catch it. Yeah. Peel, catch it. <laughs> you know, and so idea. they're they're just popping like, hey, it's coming my way. You know, you just do it so fast. They don't have time to either smell it, you know, 
that you're smelling right. it coming or anything yeah. like that. And they're just, I got it. I got it. I yeah. got it. So you just teach a dog to catch with things, you know, get that eye-mouth coordination. And that works. Uh, boy, I tell you, Gilligan still doesn't have it, though. Half of it bop, <laughs> bops off the top of his nose. That coordination is not there. Oh, and, We're still uh, working on yeah, it. Yeah, but no, boy, uh, Zelda, she's got it down pat, man. She can uh, nail everything that's flying her way. <laughs> so it's crazy. Oh, but anyway, okay. Where are we at? Okay, uh, let's start with this caller and then we okay. can go. Okay, right. so we have Deidre on the line. She has a question about her dog that is messing in the house. And this dog is, I would say, maybe a senior dog. Okay. Hasn't done it before. So she'll explain a little bit more. All right. How you doing there, Debra? Deidre. Oh, Deidre. Deidre. Sorry about that. Deidre. Deidre. Sorry. Hi, hi, Katie. Hi. Um, I'm a 12-year-old cocker. And actually, I had him trained at your at your facility. Oh, cool. Um, and I, I was gone for the whole month of Tucson, the whole month of January in Tucson, and okay. he stayed at my daughter's house. All right. And while I was gone, she said he was peeing and pooping in the house mm-hmm. for like the first week or so, which he's never done, and she's had him a lot. Mm-hmm. Then I came home last week. I left for like, I think an hour and a half, and he pooped just a little bit, you know, just enough to let me know he was mad. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I was gone, it was like five hours, and then it was from the bathroom to the bedroom, in the hallway, and into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's only when he's alone. Mm-hmm. He's never done that before in 12 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know what to do. I bought, you just, I bought a kennel because I, I can't leave him home alone if he's going to do that. Right, right. And see, the thing is, as we age, us humans and as dogs, okay, uh, uh, the, uh, the stress of you leaving, like, for a month or whatever, no matter how many times he knows your daughter or whatever type thing, his human is gone, okay? okay? And so as they get older, they start losing their senses, you know, their sight, their uh, their hearing, you know, they feel a little bit off their game. And so that puts anxieties in them also. And so what happens is that what, when they go backwards on it, what you got to do is reiterate it. So do you give them this set feeding times, you give them, you uh, take them out on a line, you know, 20-foot line or whatever, to the potty spot, go potty, go potty, reiterate potty training. Do not give them uh, freedom in the house. Now, if he's not used to a kennel, Okay, then you've got to reacclimate them to the kennel. You know, start feeding them in there, uh, throw treats in there every once in a while during the course of the day. Sometimes the door closes, sometimes it doesn't. You know, otherwise you create a playpen area for them. You know, instead okay. of a, and so that's where he goes when you're not home. So that they, and then always leave a TV and or a radio on because I the house good, good. And so because the house is never quiet when you're there. And so that's what you got to do. But see, at twelve, usually uh, every breed is different. But I mean, uh, as far as twelve, a twelve-year-old Saint Bernard and a twelve-year-old cocker, you know, yeah. a twelve-year-old co- yeah, Saint Bernard is really old. <laughs> but anyway, so the main thing it would be is uh, uh, to just reiterate. Anytime a dog backslides, usually is due to stress. Uh, like there, uh, somebody in the family left. There was a divorce, or a kid went to college. Okay, or there's the stress of so their human left, and it's like, where did she go? Okay, yeah, you came home, but there's still the anxieties when you leave now. Are you coming back? You know you're coming back. The dog doesn't. You didn't come back for a month, okay? Right. And so that's why, like I said, the older the dogs get, the more they're uncomfortable with the change. All right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it, oh, it, does. it does. Okay, and so that's why what you got to do, don't set yourself up for failure. Either create a playpen area for him that when you leave, that's his area, or you can acclimate him to the kennel. But just reiterate, take him out to, on the line, 
Go potty, go potty. Remember, maximum time is two minutes, no more than two minutes, all right? Okay. Then bring them back in, wait a minute or two, take them back out, try it again. Just get them rethinking about the potty training, okay? Okay. Because it's easy to be lazy, and it's hard to think. <laughs> all right? Yeah, okay. Hey, kiddo, thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Why do sea otters hold hands when they sleep? Why do sea otters hold up our paws when they sleep? Be back. All righty then. We have a special guest today, and that is Amy WilliamsDeLong.com. So we get to thank her so much for sharing her afternoon with the, with me and then with you. And I want to thank you guys for sharing your afternoon with us. So it's so, so cool. A lot less tumultuous this weekend, isn't it? A lot calmer. Not all the zillions of people. Yeah. But, I oh. mean, we still have people that don't know how to drive down here. Well, yeah, of course. It just goes with it. No Mother Nature. I know. Hey, Use duct tape. <laughs> okay, sea otters hold hands or paws yes. Why when they sleep. Why? Because they don't want to lose each other. <laughs> um, well, that's kind of you because have, you, more scientific. More <laughs> buoyancy. Oh, more um, buoyancy. Now, that's a good one. Because they like to hold hands. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to just... Pull something out of, off we'll the top of my head. Amy. I was kind of going with that that they love each other and didn't want to okay. snuggle in. But no, you know what? It's, it's from keep to keep them from drifting apart. You know, because they kind of make they sl- when they, they're sleeping in the yes, water. When they're sleeping in the water, I it keeps them that. together. Isn't that something? That's cool. There you go. Now you I know like what it. I know. There you go. If you want to find out more about dog sniffing, uh, the sniffers, and this is so important. And with the cats, if you got a cat and a dog, you got to really pay attention because what the cat might, or the dog might be able to, you can't do it with the cat. You have to get the cat in another room. Or if you got birds, you got they go in a different room. So there, it isn't just, and um, when they say all natural, what does that mean? I mean, or, or natural, or I mean, what? Well, natural would be, you know, naturally occurring in nature. Right. But the myth, the myth about that is that it's natural, so therefore it's safe. All and right. And you don't have to worry about it. Okay. But they are chemicals. I'll often see um, things on the internet about, you know, use your essential oils to clean because it's all natural, chemical-free. Oh. Um, but essential oil, there's a whole field of study of the chemistry mm-hmm. of essential oils and right. what the the little constituent chemicals components that are in there. And those are the things that are, can be more harmful. So I always say natural does not mean free from harm, like asbestos, you know, mercury. Yeah, that's natural. These things are naturally occurring. You get too much of it. And and you're dead. dead. That was, I died naturally. (laughs) There you go. Due to mercury and asbestos. (laughs) But, Okay, so yeah, so you got to pay attention. Just pay attention. Yep. Know what you're working with. You know, like you, Katie. I, I if I'm going to use a new oil, I use it on me first, mm-hmm. so that I know how it. I'm feeling it, what it does, how I feel with it. Okay, I have a question for you. This has nothing to do with well, nothing. I mean, but okay, there's a certain oil, and I don't know what it is, but it smells like old people. Remember how we've, uh, Carly, we've talked about this, and I have not been able to find the stupid yes. scent, but I can smell it like a mile yeah. away. Yeah, and, I mean, it makes me just want to Ralph. It smells like old people. I don't know how to explain this. Like the uh, is my, it like the moth mothballs well, or whatever. No, it's not even mothbally, but is it's like when I used to go to my grandma's house, when he walked to the door, there was a certain 
smell there. I don't know that I equated, but it's it's about ten times worse than that smell. So, but so is there any oil that would smell like like what's your definition of old people? I get that. I don't know how to explain it, but anyway, but well, it just sound like valerian it, does not smell good. Oh yeah, you know, okay. see, I can't stand. I don't have frankincense. Smell, I can't stand you know, that. They they kind of smell like I mean I can't frankincense where, or myrrh I can't remember if it's, it's myrrh or frankincense myrrh is more um, powdery well, frankincense is what they still use in churches for okay incense. yes okay yeah no, frankincense is still okay. used okay. regularly as an incense right. it is an incense you can get that okay. um, myrrh is more dirty smelling okay. I mean it's more much more earthy okay smelling All but right. I, you just have to smell them everybody's oh, interpret you don't want to smell <laughs> you don't want to find that smell no I, I, I have because every time I smell it's on somebody I don't know oh. <laughs> and so I don't want to walk up and go okay what do you what do you what do you got on one of these times I'll get brave enough because I'm good, bound and determined to figure it out what the heck that smell is. One of these days, you're just going to go up to one of your loyal listeners and because they're going to be smelling like it. And you're going to say, you know, that's an interesting yeah. smell. Can know, you gotta, tell me what that is? I got to be diplomatic on this. I can't just But you're going to you use the what? word interesting. You're going to oh, say interesting, yes. interesting it's very, smell. It's very interesting. Enlighten me as to what that smell is. And then I'm going to have to move like 25,000 feet away from me because I can't take this. And then you're going to politely say, okay, thank you. That was a nice conversation. Goodbye. Yeah, there you go. Now we got it. Okay. Okay. So what else we got to to learn here? Okay. So that because it's natural doesn't mean it's safe. So you, you've got to read up on it. And there's for a person that wants to learn more about the oils and what they do or, you know, like toxicity or whatever, is there any good books or websites or such like that to, to, to get them thinking and reading? And so they're just not, you know, doing so, so told me to do this. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's okay. a lot. Um, there's a lot of books. Okay. But I mean, that would probably be the easiest thing to just contact me. But off the top, um, there's one encyclopedia of essential oils, I think it's called Julie Lawless. I'm hoping I get that right. That's been around for a really long time, and it really is just like an encyclopedia of the different oils and what they're good for. Okay. Um, on the on the internet, there's a site called AromaWeb.com. I'm guessing. I don't know if I'm sure it's .com. Um, it has it does have advertisements in there mm-hmm. for different oil well, most blends. Most places do now. Uh huh. But and most of the those advertisements are reputable companies. Okay. They're good companies, um, but they have a really good database of like safety and oil profiles. Called essential oil profile is what you would look for. Like, what is the chemicals in it? What are they good for? What? How would you use them? Are there any safety considerations? Mm-hmm. Um, so, getting to know if you already have oils, go look it up. So you know all those, you, so you are very familiar with what you're working with. Right. Um, what a Naha, N-A-H-A dot org is the National Association for Holistic Aromatherapy. Um, that has excellent in, information. Right. And it has a store, so it has a lot of books oh, okay. that you can at least see. You don't have mm-hmm. to buy them through there, but you right. can at least see what they're doing. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there right now, and probably more of it is misinformation mm-hmm. and not as safe as 
I, you know, less is more, error on the side of caution. Yeah, well, see, I was just going to say that. Instead of putting six drops of something, start out with one or two. Sure. You know, yep. just because you said, you know, like one, like you're saying, like an ounce of water, it just may take one drop, depending like like for a three pound of ethyl, or it might even take a half a drop for a three pound ethyl. Right. So err on this and just see and then go from there or call you, <laughs> well, it's get hard. in contact with you. Yeah, because you can't, it's hard to do a half a drop if you play oh, yeah. with the oils, how they come out. <laughs> right. So you end up diluting more. Yeah. You know, to balance or right. some like vetiver is going to be a really thick. So one drop of that might equal three drops of orange, which is much more fluid, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. viscous. Okay. Is that the right word? Viscous? Vis- I don't know. My, I didn't, I don't spell well. I spell so Watery. bad. It's more water. Okay, there you it's, go. See, that's my layman's term. Yeah, there you go. I can get, I get into that. I spell so bad on, you know, what I'm typing and such like that, that when it comes up to spell check, spell check gives me the question mark. What are you, what is this here? I can't even give you a recommendation because I don't even know what the heck you're trying to spell. <laughs> so it is. So what other things do we want to leave us so there's, uh, that we want to make sure that we get in? Okay. So we, we talked about the diffusers. Do not do the diffusers. Uh, twenty four seven. You're going to uh, like run them for you know maybe five, ten, fifteen minutes, and then they're off for a couple hours, yep. and then put then do it again. But do not run them when you're running the oils. Now for humans, can you run it twenty four for I humans? Wouldn't. You would not. No. Okay. You still get that. Um, we talk about that olfactory yep. fatigue yep. concept where you can't smell. I mean, you you smell something so long you don't smell, smell it, anymore. it anymore. Yep. Um, and I think the oils like medication sometimes you can come and come resistant to them mm-hmm. so i'm always switching things up so if i have something antibacterial from even for myself so let, well let's take kennel cough okay um you know i can diffuse the same respiratory oils the cedarwood eucalyptus um the tea tree is that really big one that's out there um that we haven't talked about yeah. that tea tree again there's different species and tea tree can be more harmful where there's nioli, which is a gentler form of a malaleuca plant. All right. Um, so that's a little safer for animals and children. And even So just because cows. it says tea tree oil, you have to look at the Latin name. The Latin name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got to call you is what they got to do. Okay. We're going to run. We're going to go. Oh, wait a minute here now. Oh, oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, okay. Oh, I just had it. Ah, now it's making... I just had the the oh darn okay we're going to break I can't can't find my my question it's around here someplace I just had it oh you'll it, find like, it when we come back well, just, and then you can ask it yeah I just flipped the oh, wait a minute no okay go ahead we'll be back alrighty we're back all right okay the trivia question I was gonna give you you ready true or false can a turtle breathe through its butt can a turtle breathe through its butt I hope so that'd be really funny okay. So you're saying yes? Yeah. Okay, what about you? Oh, you're going to say no? Okay, turn on your mic. Uh, I, I lost a dollar to my husband on this one. Did you really? Yes, because I had never, never heard of that. Yeah. And yes, turtles can breathe through their butt. Yes! Get and it, yes, Carly! Um, I was just kind of <laughs> like... It probably was, I, yes, it's so... Well, it's so yeah. random. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. So that's right, because I had to Google, or, you know, I put it in the computer, because I'm like, yeah. no way, no way. I have never heard that. I've had many turtles, you know, and so it's that's just... That's so yeah, funny, Yeah, they can though. breathe through their butt, you know that? Speaking of breathing, okay, dogs' noses. Yeah. Have you ever wondered, uh, do you look at your dog's nose? There's slits on the side of the nose, okay? Do you remember that? Like, okay, slits yeah. on the side of the nose, on the top. Okay, okay. Now, when humans breathe in and out, the air goes back and forth, you know, through their nostrils, right. nostrils yeah. okay? Yep. However, when a dog breathes, 
it um, it travels through those slits on both sides of the nostril. Okay, and this allows the dog to basically sniff continuously. So they're continuously absorbing the smells that are around them. They don't get a rest from it, okay? In addition, when the exhaled air swirls out, it actually helps to use usher in new odors. So the dog is a perpetual snowing, uh, snowing, smelling it's machine. snowing. Yeah, sm- <laughs> a smelling machine. Isn't that something? That's crazy. Once again, I got a lot of this. Uh, go to Nova Science. And, and and type in uh, how dogs smell. This is like really water cool. cooler material, yeah, you guys. You like you, you could cook, butts and like, everything. <laughs> I'm telling you, come so you Monday can smell morning, 40 feet under, you got you it. You are going to be a plethora of a plethora. Va- of valuable information. Yeah, too bad I don't have a roller water cooler. Well, I have one at my house, but there is nobody there. <laughs> you could be the uh, you could be like the Alex Trebek. Oh, there you go. You could have car. like Jeopardy at your office. Exactly. We didn't mention here. They also have. An organ similar to Jacob's organ, yes, like snakes, mm-hmm. so they can bring in that same scent information through their tongue. Tongue, yep. And I'll see that some uh, horses you do oils with horses. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. I mean, there you get the big open mouth, teeth, yeah, uh, yawn, yeah, all yeah. that whole oral yeah. reactions oh, wow. to it. Um, but you'll see it with the dogs too. You know where they are, may not lick it, but after they have taken in the scent, you'll right. see them kind of licking and yep. Yep, because they taste Doing it. That, and then they, yeah. like they can you do taste horses. It. What what mm-hmm. what do people hire you for horses for to calm them down or what? What's all the same? Yeah, you can do respiratory illnesses. Oh yeah, colic, digestive things. Oh we yeah, have an, um, calming is okay. a really big one. I mean, it's so wonderful. The oils are so wonderful for calming anybody, right? Any of us because they're just immediate, right? I mean, within seconds that. You're talking about all that sniffing. It goes yeah. like right into that hypothalamus, yeah. or right into the limbic system, and then it's effective. There you go. Within seconds. Okay. So. Now, are there good oils, bad oils out there? What What do you recommend for brands? Brands, yeah, that's brands. what I meant. Yeah, brands. So, um, there's a wonderful lady named Kelly who has a company called Pompeii Organics. It's like Pompeii P O M P E I I Organics dot com. Um, she's out on the East Coast, but she's got a wonderful selection um, of oils, and I order from her, and she even gave me my own little discount code. Of, oh, cool. So you can put in Amy15 uh, um, and get 15% off oh, wow. of any order, although she's got a really nice sale right now. Okay, how do you do that? P-O-M? Yep, P-O-M-P-E-I-I. Okay. Organics. Organics, okay. Dot com. Okay. Um. There's another company, aromatics.com. E? Aero. Like aroma. Okay. Uh, A-R-O-M-A-T-I-C-S. Okay. Dot com. Okay. Um, Still Point Aromatics. Okay. Um, And one other one is naturesgift.com. Okay. I'm writing this down. I could listen to my podcast. <laughs> Nature's what? Gift. Oh, gift. Okay. Dot com. Okay. And they're all kind of um, different. Like Nature's Gift, Marge, who owns that company, has been around in the industry a really long, long time. time. Okay. Um, and they're all, I just say, anybody that you purchase from, you should be able to find like the GCMS, those reports. Mm-hmm. They're doing third-party testing on all these oils to make sure most of these people are buying them from distillers. All right. And they're testing. Make mm-hmm. sure that... What they're looking for is certain chemicals should be like 
limonene should be at 80 to 90% in orange, Mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. So all the oils do have that kind of standard of what the chemical makeup is. Okay. So companies should have that testing available if they're not posted on their website. Usually they are. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to be really happy to answer any question that you have. If you even want to say, hey, what's the difference between frankincense Cartier and frankincense Friana? All right. They'll they'll be able to answer that. And um, some of them have um, exchange policies because they want you to try some new things. Mm -hmm. So there's a number out there. What I don't recommend is buying on Amazon. Do not buy it on Amazon. Um, there's that's where most of the really, if it's really inexpensive. Yep. There's a reason. There's a reason. <laughs> um, and you may end up with something good or not, but there's really reputable companies out there that are, you know, small organizations. Don't go for that, the deals. Go for the what, the stuff that truly, truly is good. Yep. Yep. How did you get into the aromatherapy? Um, I got into it for myself. A friend of mine was um, you going through aromatherapy training uh, as a nurse. Okay. So she, as she was going through it, I learned kind of alongside of her on a lot of things. And this was like 20 years ago. All right. Um, so then when I had my son, I was learning how to use it for infants. You know, mm-hmm. how you dilute, dilute, dilute mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as in, uh, I was doing some other training and it was like kind of like that head, you know, hand to your forehead yeah. moment of like, hey, these work really great. Let's use them, you know, try them with the animals because I do a lot of rescue work. Mm-hmm. So like the trees blend we talk about, I take that with me um, when I go up to Red Lake and it's on my pants legs, just like you mm-hmm. when you're in the training. Mm-hmm. So using it to benefit and it just kind of blossomed from there and wanting to really know that I, I always was saying to be, you know, last time I was here, I was saying, always work with somebody who's trained and I had I was never able to coordinate my time and the class and all mm-hmm. that together. So I finally, finally got that training in. Oh, good. Good, good. No, I'm happy that because, like I said, there's so much that's coming into Eastern and Western medicine. Is finally, you know, yes. and, and, and because there's so much to be said, you know, with aromatherapies and with remedies and such like this, they can help, you know, humans and pets. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like I say, with the, the, this air thing, because of the dogs' nose being so huge is that that's the thing that was bothering me because it was bothering me my nose and i can't smell a fraction right. of what the dog right so it's just edited people are just oh no they're fine and it's just like are you sure they're fine so if they have any questions can they give you a, a holler or can Absolutely. they give you an email or whatever type yep. of thing so how yep. do they get a hold of you my website mm-hmm. amy Dot com. All right. And there's a contact stage. If you leave your number, I, I really like returning phone calls better mm. than emails. Yes, I, I am the and, same way. And talking with people, and I'm happy to talk to people, you know, for 20 minutes or, okay. you know, do a little Q&A and mm-hmm. see what kind of thing I would suggest. Because you do, you, the, 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 especially if you have a dog that really has high anxieties, it's not just a one-size-fit-all that you, they would do better to have you come, you know, and then, you know, you figure it out and, and get that specific you know, I call concoction for that specific dog. Right. You know, it that is a lot better the way it works. It, it works a lot better. Yeah, because I, I can layer in from all the what everything that's mm-hmm. going on. Right. Right. You know, if we have anxiety and trauma, well, I can put two different oils in that will address both things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what's the common thing? Do you, do you use the oils like when you like like with the thunderphobic? You know, is it you just use it once or do you use it like every fifteen minutes? What's kind of the most common? That's a DOD. Depends so, on dog. Oh, okay. DOD. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> so it D-O-D. does, it depends on, on you know, sometimes like um, that trees blend can, or like the dog with the, across from the um, state fairgrounds, mm-hmm. 
it can be really effective the one time. Sometimes you have to layer it. So like, okay, we did one dose mm -hmm. and 15 minutes later, the storm's still going mm -hmm. and we need to do it again. All right. Um, and that's the beauty of it is you can layer it. All right. You know, if it seems like you need, some, you start less. Right. And if you need more, you can add more. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, well, I can't thank you enough for it. Uh, is there any last minute? Uh, once again, folks, you can uh, catch us on the podcast. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my Katie K9 show page. And then uh, wh when is this usually up? By tomorrow? This will be up? Um, I mean... I try and get it up within the next hour. Oh, wow. Look at you. So, <laughs> however, so, yeah. we have been having issues. So, okay. Just bear with me. Okay. If you don't see it tonight, it should be there tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. So, if you want a lot of the stuff that, you know, Amy uh, has talked about, different websites and books and such like that, and good brands, uh, you know, you can uh, re listen to this uh, show and then pass it along. You know, you can grab the podcast off the radio show and then, you know, pass it on. I got to figure out how to do it. So, the one thing as far as books and things, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of information on animals. Okay. That, um, like experts in the animal right. okay. field, there's a few vets that are, um, Learning more about oils and coming out with things. Okay. But most of the information you're going to find is for humans. Okay. But the oils are the oils. Yeah. They work the As same. Well, they can get a hold of you. And so, they can get yeah. a hold of me. Oh, they can get into the profession and you can teach them. No. There you <laughs> go. Thank you so much for Amy. Yeah. And thank you so much for everybody listening. Thank you, Carly. I will be back next week. Remember, don't hide those dogs. Train them. Or listen to me. Okay. Have a great week.